Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. I'm Dan Willis, the Millennial Motivator, and this is the Successful Failures Podcast. The entrepreneurial spirit can extend far beyond just profits. And I love seeing when people with passion dive headfirst into the nonprofit world to make a difference and make a change. Anne Brennan is the CEO of ASMM Digital Marketing and the founder and CEO of Burgers and Bands for Suicide Prevention. By dedicating her agency to stopping suicide, Anne has found a way to take her passion for marketing and empower her purpose in life. As the mother of a survivor, Anne has come to understand what is lacking in our mental health system and believes her organization can make a difference. Anne is also a marathoner, Ironman athlete, and mother of three sons. She's happily married and lives near Annapolis, Maryland. Welcome back, guys, to the Successful Failures podcast, and I am stoked. We've got Anne Brennan here with us today, guys. Anne, say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> It is Tuesday. We are doing this early in the morning. So coffee is still kicking in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Anne is a a powerful, powerful entrepreneur who has made that awesome decision to pursue not only her passion, but incorporate it into her business. And I love that. And I know that we did a brief bio here, but I'd love for you to share with people kind of your passion, where you've come from, what you're up to right now. So I, well, I own a digital marketing agency, which is fun. And I really love my marketing end of it, but I am blessed because I found my purpose in life and I found it in a way that I don't know. I'd go back and go through what we've gone through again, because, you know, sometimes you say I would go right back through it just so I could be here. But at the same time, my purpose in life is to stop suicide. And I really believe that we can make a difference. And what we're doing currently is an event called Burgers and Bands for Suicide Prevention. And we're raising money and we're putting the money back into schools to try to start mindfulness programs at a young age. I absolutely love that. Um, Having had suicide touch my life in several points where good friends are gone. Uh, I, I completely understand the need for that, especially with the the Gen Z. It, it seems to be a, an issue that's at least, if not more frequent, it, it's more vocal now and people are more aware of it happening. And I love what you are up to. Um, all right. Well, so- you know, one of the things that we say is that the, probably 99% of the people we talk to, and we talk to a lot of people, we're, we're very talky people here, but about 99% of the people we talk to have had some experience with suicide. And it, and that's just sad. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah. And when you, when that conversation actually moves outside of just suicide into those experiencing anxiety disorders or depression, uh, it's amazing and staggering to see the numbers. I think it's one in three now. Exactly. It's just nuts. Um, So yeah, I I love that you've got a passion and a purpose that are driving you towards that. Um, So I I love what you're doing. It's encouraging to see that happening. I I assume that you've got all of your loved ones behind you and backing you. Absolutely. And actually our entire community, which has been, that's probably been the most amazing part is to watch the community we live in a community that's had 22 suicides in the past 14 years. Holy cow. It, it's crazy, but it was, nobody was talking about it until we started doing this. And it was like, everybody suddenly went, that's what we needed. And so the entire community is behind it. It's been really, really incredible to watch. Look out Maryland. Here they come. I exactly. Love 
All right, so let's get right into this then. Uh, what I like to do is we just run through a couple questions here, and it, it's going to help people really flesh out where you've come from, what you're about, and hopefully glean some understanding of, of how failure and success play a major role in what you do today, all right? So right. We, we like to start it off real easy with you here. Uh, how do you define success? How, how would you personally define success as, as you currently know it? So I think success for me is is in the connections I make. So I tell my children that all the time. You, there are a lot of ways you can fail, but as you fail, the people you meet, the people you connect with, and and not just connect with in a networking type of business you know scenario, but the people you connect with on a personal level, that's success. The yeah. people you get to know really change your life. Yeah, it's really amazing thinking back over, you know, 10, 15 years of being in the marketing industry. Even today, I still have people from 15 years ago, I may not have talked to them in over a decade, and they still will send me a message or they'll send me a, a referral or a recommendation or something. And it's going, wow, who would have known having coffee with that person 15 years ago could have possibly fueled what I'm doing today? Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I'm working with a, a friend right now to do something in North Carolina for a Burgers and Bands event, actually. And I went to school with this person in middle school. And I left. I went away. But we've connected, again, actually through social media, of course. And it's been incredible to watch them say, okay, now, how are we going to take this to the next level? Where are we gonna, how are we going to take it across the country? But that, you know, that's just a connection I made years and years ago. Yeah. And it, like you mentioned, with with the community coming around the initiative that you're doing, it's crazy to see how when you are open to those connections, it, it just opens all of these doors. It's like the floodgates open almost and everybody starts to plug in in some crazy ways. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So um, and and again, with this, with what we're doing with Burgers and Bands, you, you see it even more so because so many people are connected and then they're all sharing it. So it just oh. becomes this ridiculous network that you can't even believe. Yeah, the, the social algorithms really love it when you've got a community that all shares and engage, don't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, well, and I look back at, you said marketing, but I look back at my life and what I did before marketing, which was to have a running blog, right? I had a, a blog all about running and I ran oh, cool. Man, and, and all of those people who I met through my blog, even today, you'll see on Twitter that that even today, there's a lot of conversations going on, and I haven't been able to run for three years. But you have this these connections, and even and those people come forward and say, "How can we help with burgers and bands?" So cool. Yeah, I yeah. love it. So it's not that a community is just that community, and you have to tuck it away when you move on. They're they're a part of you, and they move on with you. I love that definition of success. I think that's right. actually the first time that people have said the people around me. That 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 sphere around me is how I define success. I really love that. Okay. Yeah, that makes it easy, doesn't it? If you if, if you're if you're always surrounded by people who who in some way build you up, then there's no way to fail. Absolutely, I I really love it, and and I mean we've done probably a dozen of these now, and that's the first time that I've heard that. I, I love it. Okay. okay, so that one's the easy one. Now comes one that's a little bit more challenging for some people. Maybe not for you, but how would you define failure? <laughs> You know, oh, that's a really hard one. I, you didn't tell me you were going to ask me that question. <laughs> How do I define failure? I think um, failure is, is giving up. 
I think you, you can't fail until you've absolutely given up. So I came very close to it when, when, you know, back in, when we started going through all of the stuff we went through with our child, I came very close to giving up. And, and luckily I had a moment of clarity and, and didn't, but I think it's really in giving up on it. You can do a lot wrong. You can have a lot go wrong in your life, but if you keep plugging forward, you keep doing things to move forward. Even if you screwed it all up, you, you're not a failure until you just say, okay, that's it. I'm done. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I do know. I, I really, yeah. The, it's amazing to see that there is a lot of that out there though. There's a lot of conversations where people say, okay, well you should just let that go. You should quit. We see divorce rates through the roof. We see people that are finding themselves closed off. And I think a lot of that, and in business as well, you see people that dive in, they're excited. We've all seen it. That, that person says, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to be the, the next Grant Cardone or Gary V or whatever. And they dive into it. And we all know it's going to happen that they're going to find some failure along the way. There's no entrepreneur that hasn't been touched by that, but those that persist and pursue through that, they've got that perseverance and they're willing to take those knocks and keep moving. They're still around today. And those that don't, that, that pack up shop on that first loss, it's sad to see them go back. And and it's almost a lifeless existence from that point on where they allow that failure to overcome them for sure. Right. Exactly. And I I think that's it. I mean, you can do things and I, you know, and I've watched people get divorced and and move on and you you watch people let some things go and that's probably, that's okay. It's giving up on taking the next step because maybe, maybe this one wasn't meant to be, maybe you start a business and it wasn't meant to be, but then you start another one or you do something else or you take that next step and you realize that what you're doing builds on something else. So I, my whole company, if you look at it, my whole company came on me just doing one thing after the other, after the other, until I said, oh, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what all those steps led to. Absolutely. And I I think you had mentioned that briefly where you used to have a running blog, you used to be active in that Ironman scene and, and that, that coming to an end, I'm not saying it necessarily failed, but that coming to an end didn't stop you from then persisting, going on to the next thing, creating something bigger, better, something different. Change isn't always a bad thing necessarily, but I'm with you for sure that when you close a door and just sit there, you don't move, you, you become stagnant. That's when things just, it is, it is failure. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I I always like to to keep the ball rolling since we already asked a difficult question. And this is the one that I find so many people get the most out of with these episodes is, can you think of a time and obviously don't go too deep if if it's going to, if it's going to open up a Pandora's box, but uh, could you share an example of a a personal failure, whether it's professional or in your personal life, a, a failure that really touched you and rocked you? So, well, I think, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty open. We're pretty open with this. I think that the most difficult time in our lives were we back into, let me go back to probably the best time in my life, which was to October, 2012. I would call my husband every day and I would say, I cannot believe this is my life. This is incredible. I'm having the best time. I had, I was running Ironman. I was training for Ironman and, and people all over the world really were following my blog and following the process because you have, you don't see me right now, but I am a short, not skinny girl. And I was training like a professional. I had an amazing race. I finished it in 13, under 13 and a half hours. So I was on top of the world. It was incredible. Um, but if you fast forward six months, July, uh, no, March of 2000, 
13, we found out our middle son was suicidal and our, my life fell apart because this child has always meant so much to me. And, and we started going through this horrible period of time. And I think it is where I started a, a, a personal failure because I became so all about keeping him alive that I stopped taking care of myself. And I stopped telling people that, uh oh, there's something going wrong with me. And I became so depressed that I ended up actually on my way to the Bay Bridge to jump off and called for help. And it was that moment that, so I did, I felt like it was a personal failure all the way up until that moment when I said, hey, I'm either going to jump off the bridge today or I think I need help. And they said, why don't you come in for help? Yeah, yeah, good call, good call. (laughs) It was, when you look at it, all this time that I've said to people, please, 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 ask for help. Even while we were going through it with Ethan, ask for help. He's not to ask for it. And we finally figured it out. We're helping him. Even while I was telling other people, I was not doing it. And I think that was, that was a big thing. And, and the truth is there have been times since then that I'm going through my own, my own depths of depression without saying to people, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of struggling here, you know? So yeah. I, I think that's something I have to be very, very careful of. That failure is a, is a big one. It could be there and it could be, take me in a much more dangerous direction. Yeah. And thank you. First, thank you for that, for sharing that. You got me in tears over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. And, and this is what I love about this. When people have that, that willingness and that transparency to share these things, it, it really does change people's perspective. And I know there are so many people out there that maybe it's not dealing with suicide, but that, that idea of being your own worst enemy where, you know, and you would tell other people, Oh, do this, or this is how you go about doing this, or this is how you improve. And then you fail to look in the mirror and realize you're not doing that for yourself. It, I think that's a a failure that a lot of us can trip across at different journeys in our life at different points and stages in our lives where we are phenomenal at going out in the world and, and helping everybody else. But if anybody was to genuinely look at where we're at, they would see that we need that same advice that we're giving out. I, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure they can. I'm sure everybody I talk to has a similar story to, to that, that they that they know the right thing. They know the thing they need to do and and something's stopping them. And I mean, this is an extreme because it's, you know, life and death. But but I think we all have those. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we've started to touch on it a little bit here, but out of that failure, uh, what what is the success that you would tie directly to coming out of that season, out of that, that time in your life? So when, um, and this is going to sound like something out of a movie, I, I swear, but when I called and I said, I need help. And they took me, they said, I went to the, the doctor and they said, okay, you have to go to the hospital or we're going to call the police. You have to go directly to the hospital. We're going to call the police because you're really in trouble. And I did. I went to the hospital. I spent a week and a half in the hospital. And when I came out, the first thing I did is I wrote a blog called Psych Ward Annie. And I, and my husband was furious and Uh we, we never, ever fight. We never, ever fight. But he said, this was so personal. I don't understand why you would go this public with it. And I said to him, Blaze, people are calling me Iron Ann. They're calling me Iron Ann because I did this incredible thing with the Iron Man. And, and here I was going through this deep, dark time, which nobody knew about, and I wasn't sharing it. And it was not fair to people to let them think that I'm perfect and everything's going great. And that, and that there's this part of me that they don't know. And I, I felt like I had to do it, but we were really going head to head with this. We we're just really mad. 
And as it happened, I got a notification on my phone and it was a, uh, from my blog and it was a young man. He was 15 years old. And he said, I was going to kill myself tonight. And I read your blog and I called my mom and she's getting me help. And my husband said, oh my God, what do we do next? <laughs> and that's how all of this was born was that moment of that kid saying, I was going to kill myself tonight. And Holy we said, and we realized we could make a difference. Holy cow. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk positive affirmation to it, to a decision you've made, right? Yeah, exactly. You're exact. And it was what it was. It was like, it, I had felt that before I knew somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to know they're not alone in this. So, and, and it, you know, and it came out that way. And, and everything we've done since has been that way. Every time I tell a story about, um, so when I first started this, I started small. When I was start, first started fundraising, I started small and I would make hats. Um, and actually, you've probably seen them on Twitter. Lots of people wear them. They shine. Uh, they've got reflective tape. And when people run, they, they light up. So I would literally knit these hats for people and sell them, I think, for $20. And I'd give them money to suicide prevention. But um, one day, I was sitting at our church waiting for my son to come out of class. And I'm knitting. And somebody said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm knitting hats for suicide prevention. And they said, oh, my grandson's at Shepherd Pratt. Um, he just attempted suicide. And I was like, oh, you know, so we had a conversation. A few minutes later, somebody sits down beside me, asks the same question. I tell them and they said, my son is in the hospital right now for attempted suicide. And then a third person sat down and did the same oh, thing. Wow. And they're all different people. And I thought, okay, so we've definitely touched on something here. So yeah, I mean, it, it's every time we reveal more about this, the, every time we share the story in any context, we find out that there's somebody who needed to hear it. But I mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> I, it's not often I'm speechless. For those of you that know me, I, I tend to be fairly talkative, but to be speechless, it, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and often I laugh and the laugh is out of no I get it I, I'm not genuinely laughing it's just I absolutely in awe uh, of how that how that played out and, and the work that you're doing so I imagine over this period of time um, transparency has, has continued on with you then that that you being open and sharing your not only your successes but your 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 struggles and I'm not going to say failures because it sounds like you keep having momentum as you push through but uh, the struggles for sure I, I'm sure that you've continued to share and be transparent with your your community then throughout right yes yeah and I you know and we have to I think it's and my son is the same way actually uh, if you go I should have sent this to you before we did this but if you go to burgers and bands org. There's a video about halfway down the front page, and it's my son talking about his struggle. Um, and I, it's, I've watched it twice. It's, I had to watch it a month apart, really, because the first time just, you know, ripped yeah. me to pieces. And it, and so have tissues if you're going to watch it. But it, watching his transparency and watching the people who have commented since, it's been really incredible to see from that aspect, from the other side, because I'm the one who's always revealing. I'm always, always sharing my story, telling people what I've been through. And, and I do feel like it helps, but watching it come from Ethan and seeing that it even helps me, even though he's my child and I've been through it with him, it still helps me. I know that sharing it and being transparent and being authentic all the time is what it really takes. Wow. 
as much as I love your story of you came out and you were open and sharing to see that that inspired your son to take that similar step that that's what it's about to, and I mean it, it's beautiful when I see all of these different aspects we've discussed come together where communities at the heart of what you're about and, and and being being open being honest being humble and then to see that that is so contagious when people have that permission almost that it's okay to do that you're allowed right. to do that. And not only are you allowed, we encourage you to do that so that others can have that same assurance, that same safety. Sometimes we talk about a safe space being this place that's tucked away from the world. And I love it so much more when I hear stories like this, where a safe space isn't tucked away from everybody. A safe space is being who you are publicly and knowing that's okay. I really love that. Right. That's that's really well said. That's I had not thought of it that way. But yes, exactly. Exactly. That we can open it up and make people and and, you know, burgers and bands when we at the event itself, it's very we make a point of making it not sad. It's a fun event. Uh, but I probably cry a good portion of the day. Yeah. Uh, this is our third year because so many people come up to tell me their stories. Yeah. And unfortunately, so many of so many people have lost their children to suicide. So many people have lost their parents to suicide. It's or you know, brothers and sisters and friends. And and every time I hear it, it breaks my heart. But I do know that talking about it may save their life because we talk about this a lot. Suicide is contagious. Depression is contagious. So the more somebody has suffered, you know, a loss, the more likely they are to be next. And we feel like if we can help them open up about it, that may may help them not take that step. Yeah. Sounds like definitely a movement of empowerment. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm tapped out. I'm completely drained at this point and we're, we're only 20 minutes into this, but I, I am, I am completely blown away. I, and in such a good way, I am not leaving this uh, sad in any way. I am just overwhelmed and overjoyed to hear the work that you guys are doing. If you could leave anybody listening to this right now with any additional thoughts, what would they be? I think, Oh, you know what? Can I make it a little longer? You can make it whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you want. when Ethan first told me he was, he was struggling with suicide and suicidal ideation, I said to him, have you talked to anybody about it? And he said to me, mom, nobody would understand. And mm-hmm. I said, Ethan, when we took you to the hospital, they said, oh, you go to suicide high. Cause that's what they call our high school suicide high. And I said, they said it right then, you know, there have been all these suicides. There have been all, all of this depression that's around you but you think nobody will understand. And I think that's part of the problem. So I, if I could leave you with anything is to say, think for a minute when you think you're all alone in something and share it because probably the person next to you will have been there as well. Almost everybody we've ever met has had that some sort of depression in their life, whether it was post postpartum uh, depression, whether it was um, situational depression, whether it's PTSD or living, living with it, your lifelong, um, clinical depressions, somebody, somebody next to you has struggled, struggled in some way. So you're not alone. That's our biggest message. You are not alone in this, no matter what you, what you're thinking right now. And depression lies to you and tells you you are. I love it. I love it. And it's absolutely true. I know somebody diagnosed with PTSD. It is true. It's important for you to be engaged in conversation, knowing you're not alone. I love it. Where can people find you? Because I'm going to drop links to all the stuff 
in the description, guys. So if you want to click in, find this stuff, find Anne, find what she's up to, check out the description. All of these links will be there for you where you can connect. Okay, so uh, Burgers and Bands, it's easy. We're burgersandbands.org. And on Facebook, we're just Burgers and Bands. You can find us really easily. Burgers and Bands for Suicide Prevention. Um, yeah, so it's, we're pretty easy to find. And you personally, where can people see what you're up to? So ASMM Digital. It actually stands for andsocialmediaandmarketing.com. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. So again, guys, the links will all be in the description for the episode. Please check it out. If you know anybody that needs to plug into that message to get that, that reassurance or understanding that there's a community out there for them, please take the time to share this with them. Thank you so much for being on, Anne. It was an absolute pleasure. I am going to go just rest on the couch for a little bit, I think, recuperate. Get some ice cream. That'll help. Oh, ice cream. <laughs> Love it. My, my wife is pregnant. She will be all for 1030 in the morning ice cream. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank all you right, so congratulations. much for being on, Anne. Have an amazing week. And we will catch you next week, guys, with another Successful Failures podcast. Thank you so much. We all have our story and I'm looking to hear yours. As Successful Failures podcast continues to grow and build influence, we are looking to get more and more powerful stories of how people have overcome failure to find success and enjoy life the way that they have it. If you have an amazing story that you think would be of value, don't hesitate to reach out to me over on LinkedIn or dan at millennialmotivator.ca with your story and I would love to connect and see if we can't get you on the podcast.